LifeWay Leadership Podcast Network. G'day, I'm Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Hanna. Welcome to The One Thing, a podcast designed to give you one solid practical tip for gospel Center ministry every week. Now, today's episode is a little bit special. A very special. Well, it's interesting. You would say it's special. <laughs> yeah, it is special. Uh, today, we are bringing you an interview that I did with Scott at our Reach Australia National Conference. Well, multiple pre-conference, actually, uh, the day before the Reach Australia National Conference. That's right. Now, the one thing's brought to you with thanks to the Geneva Push, the Australian Church Planning Network, and we're also proudly part of the Lifeway Leadership Podcast Network. So we'd encourage you to check out our network page on iTunes. You're going to see a whole bunch of quality Christian podcasts. So uh, check on that page now. But for now, you press play on a very special episode of The One Thing and interview with Scott Sanders about what his time at Geneva Push has been like, the challenges, the highlights, and about what's next for both Geneva Push and Rich Australia. Well, here he is, Derek Hanna. <laughs> and um, we'll invite Derek, and <laughs> we're also going to invite Scott Sanders to come up um, and hear about the future of Geneva Push. Thanks. That was more dramatic than it, uh, it should have been. Thanks, Maddie. Um, ah! Ah! All right. Um, just want to introduce you to someone, uh, internationally published blogger. I don't blog. He was the lesser known member of a breakout podcast in 2018 um, called The One Thing. Can what I just can ask, are we, are we at the pub tonight because the cricket's on? Is that, is that why we're... Just a happy coincidence. It a is a happy coincidence. coincidence. <laughs> okay, just check it. It's a good pub. Did you not Cup. look at the, the schedule and, and see the I Australian I did, actually. Okay. I did. Yeah. Afghanistan, Bangladesh wouldn't do it for me last night, so... Um, free dinner at the pub tonight. Terrible pub. It's all, if you bought a ticket to multiply, it's free dinner. Come along. It'll be great. And the cricket will be on. Uh, and, uh, and we get to catch up and enjoy each other. As well, Scott. Um, I, I want to. Uh, as we we got 15 minutes left in this session before we have a bit of a break. Um, I wanted to get Scott up today because uh, obviously you guys know Scott well. Uh, he's been around and he's been at the heart of what's been happening with Geneva Push for for the last 10 years. Um, he's been agitating and agitating for churches to have been uh, planted all across Australia and the world. He can't help himself. Um, uh, but what I thought would be good to hear as we, as Geneva transitions into uh, the next 10 years to, to pick Scott's brains, hear a little bit about him, uh, the highlights and lowlights, and what this transition might look like. Uh, first of all, talk to us about the, the last 10 years. What have been some things that stick out distinctly in your mind? Uh, ch- changed lives. I, can't, I, I could listen to Chris Eakins all afternoon. And, um, and one of the joys is that uh, Chris regularly calls. Um, he flips between money, asking for money one time and then calling the next time to talk about changed lives. So I regularly get a call from him uh, you know, just talking about the conversations that he's had. And, uh, and so I, I, it just doesn't grow old. It, you could send me photos, uh, send me stories... I, that's the thing that just keeps pushing me on and on to hear those stories of changed lives. So th- just in the last uh, year or so, they've finally let me coach church planners. And uh, I've, been coaching, um, I've been coaching Dave Martin down in Officer. I've been coaching Rick Zilstra up in Aura. And, and that's just been encouraging. Being part of a church plant in southeast Melbourne uh, and being part of a church plant in, uh, in Sunshine Coast and actually seeing, you know, those changed, those changed lives. So uh, that, that's, 
that's that's the thing that just keeps me going every day um, and dealing with you know all the all the frustrations that you get from banging your head against the wall with churches that just can't see the importance of evangelism. Uh, a, a real highlight, just in terms of the us togetherness of our network, uh, was was the was Dan and Georgia Headley at Snug. So Snug's Snug's a little place just on a on a river in Tasmania, and uh, and Dan uh, Dan and Georgia planted out of a Christian Reform Church one way, which uh, you know Brian Vaster was uh, a part of a number of years ago. Uh, they were they were they were sent out by that church. They planted in an Anglican church building that was disused. And then an independent evangelical church planter um, in Wagga was coaching, you know, coaching these guys. So just in terms of partnership, you had sort of four denominations involved. But, but the, you know, the best story out of all of that was an old, uh, an old uh, two old grandmothers in the church at One Way who came to, to uh, Graham Say, who was the lead pastor there at the time, and they actually asked for permission to do evangelism. They'd heard the stories that were coming back from Snug, and they actually went up to Graham and they said, you know, is it okay for us to go door knocking and actually go tell, you know, tell our friends about Jesus? And I just thought, you know, is that just a beautiful story of how church planning actually helps, you know, the sending church just as, uh, just as much? Um, in, in the midst of all that, though, there has been lots of pain. Um, so, you know, so some of the, the lowlights. I, I, I feel every church plant that closes, and, and we have had, you know, five churches uh, close in the last 10 years. Um, it's always great to see, you know, marriages stick together. It's always great to see... Uh, people continue to be part of churches and so that's an encouraging thing that you know in those closures uh, you know I don't think too many people have been lost uh, to the kingdom but uh, it's always you know it's always painful not to see things survive but we've got to we've got to keep pushing out and uh, and I think if we're not actually seeing some fail and then we're not taking enough en- enough risks uh, it's hard to see um, it's hard to see uh, my mates and my friends uh, you know marriages under pressure uh, and guys you know struggling with just the I guess the the hardness and the relentlessness of planting. So I think it's been hard seeing some really good friends, you know, burn out and uh, and 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 you know sin in their lives. That's um, you know you, you we've set this network up to support and ensure that those things don't happen. And but it's still uh, you know it's going to happen, and it's uh, and it's it's uh, it's always hard to uh, um, you know to see that and to to walk alongside guys going through that. So the vision uh, is to see hundreds of churches, churches evangelised into existence. Um, what are you seeing as some of the blockages and the things hindering that at the moment? Well, I mean, we're seeing we're seeing gospel gospel climate change, as uh, as Al likes to uh, phrase it. He's heaps better at wordsmithing than me. Um, and and I, I think there's there's opportunity in that. Like, can you believe that on the project, you know, overnight you've had Mark Knowles get up and present the gospel really clearly. He's then done it again with Koshi. You know, Koshi's pushed back on, on Sunrise TV and he's been able to, again, put the reality of judgment in front of people and the awesome, you know, news of Jesus and the grace that's found only in him. Uh, so I think, I think we are, you know, we are seeing, uh, you know, greater pressure to, to be a Christian and stand up. Uh, I, feel, I feel that in the church that I'm a part of. Uh, I go to a church in Surrey Hills. The Mardi Gras finishes right outside our church. Uh, and, you know, I... It, it's tough being Christian in our local community. We're, we're not liked, um, uh, we're not loved, and uh, and 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 that puts pressure on every you know every Christian to sort of be standing up in the workplace and, and saying things. But in the midst of that, there is there is great opportunities. The the conversation, yes, about a rugby player, but at the end of the day, we're talking about uh, you know grace and uh, and the reality of hell and and Jesus being being the only way. And I think I think that's exciting. 
Um, uh, the church planting's always been hard work, and I think there's a lot of excitement in the 12 to 18 months leading up to a church plant. Uh, it's great, like it's great to start new things. I love starting new things. Uh, partly that's why I'm excited about Reach Australia because I get to start something new. Um, <laughs> we didn't have enough to do, but let's do some more new things. Uh, I just so I, I love starting new things, but church, like after six months of starting, you know, it's just consistent, isn't it? I think it was helpful to hear Chris say it's. I love, but you know, it ought to be boring, consistent, and and productive. Um, Predictable, that's it, predictable. But he's, product- he's productive as a result of all those things, isn't he? Uh, and so, and it's and hard. I, I mean, I just see, I see Toby Neal. I see the, just the hard work of constantly sort of preaching week in, week out, pastoring people, pastoring people in difficult situations, you know, leading a staff team. That is, that is hard work. And that always will be hard work. You know, pastoral ministry is... It's hard work. So we can, we've got to keep putting support systems in place. So I think one of the, key, the two big key blockages on those things, we, we need more coaches. We need more people to be getting alongside established church ministers and also church planters. And so we need strong coaches who can celebrate and grieve and support and help, you know, just pastors get outside of themselves. That's needed across, you know, across Australia, across denominational networks. Uh, we also need, uh, we need more leaders. Uh, we, we as... We as churches, I think, have dropped the ball on, on raising up the next generation. I think we think about, you know, um, we think about leadership development as a, as a destination uh, and not, you know, developing leaders all through the layers of church. And that's why I'm excited about the next two days. You're going to hear Kathy and uh, Kathy Hurd and Rhett Harris and Dan Lee talk about, uh, you know, leadership development stuff. With Dan, Daniel Lim's already touched on that today. Well, I think we need to take seriously the need to raise up gospel workers. Jesus says the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. And and, and, it, and it sits on us. Uh, our job as pastors is to equip and raise up and, and we need to be doing a better job of that. And I think that's a significant you know, blockage in, the, uh, in, in church life. Okay, so you mentioned Reach Australia. And obviously, you know, after today, it is Reach Australia National Conference. Uh, the app is called Reach Australia, RA app. Um, talk to us about what Reach Australia is. You're not leaving Geneva um, we're trying to push you out, but it's not working. <laughs> no, nah, it's not true. We, we couldn't push him out if we tried. But what? talk to us about oh, Reach Australia. Good oh, we're good. You, ah. you, your voice broke <laughs> we don't want to. Uh, I too soon. Talk to us about Reach Australia and its connection to Geneva. Well, I, I think it's just the, I think it's the, natural, the natural conclusion of, uh, you know, it's, it's Geneva's vision. I think it's our vision. We want to see hundreds of new churches. Progression. Progression, that's it. That's a pr- natural progression. There you There's go. Wordsmith up the back there. there. Look at that. I need help. Al writes all my good stuff. It's all in here. Um, <laughs> it's a natural progression of what we've been doing. From, from the start, we've wanted to see hundreds of new churches evangelised into existence. And the reality is we've got a lot of unhealthy churches out there. More and more we were getting, you know, called up, hey, can you, we need a church planter, we need help planting a church. How, how do we do that? Uh, and so, so I think Reach Australia is going to hopefully help churches get evangelism and conversion back on the agenda in the local church. We're going to help churches move out of, out of plateau. Uh, and into and into health and sustained health, uh, I don't want to overpromise there, but but I do think we could, you know, we can hopefully see, you know, some some little gains that will hopefully see a lot more health across the church. There are 1,750 reformed evangelical churches in Australia, um, and most of them are, are plateaued or declining. Uh, most of them are small, most of them are old, and so the hope is that you know through Reach Australia we can actually help pastors, help church leaders, and their teams. Uh, grow healthy evangelistic churches that plant more churches that 
raise up leaders and send them out and that, that multiply. You know, multiply is not just an excellent name for a conference. It's, uh, it's actually what we want to be seeing happening at all layers in our churches, multiplying disciples, multiplying leaders and hopefully multiplying churches and congregations. So there is that symbiotic relationship between Geneva Push and what is Reach Australia. Uh, we need, you know, in order to do both better, we will need both. Yeah, we, we've, I think we've learnt lots. I think I'm excited about working with, um, you know, with Oilstone, with vine growers, uh, working with team pastoring, uh, working with a network of churches that is also committed to this. Like, there are going to be over 250 churches uh, here. Now, if you put that in the context of 750, that's, that's a big percentage. If we had the little poll up... I, think that'd you know be something like it's a third that yeah well i don't it's think a third. it's a third i don't know if it's a third <laughs> certainly you're, a third you're still 750. a church planner yeah it's not a third i know it's not a third um, <laughs> it's about nine point something percent i think but um but but that's exciting 250 churches are going to be gathering to actually think about how they might be uh more evangelistic and and it's a conversation that we should be having every week in our staff teams it should be a conversation that denominations should be having it's a conversation that we need to be having in our regions as well you know we've got to go back to our regions and be putting church planning on the agenda and saying hey we can plan a church over here we can do this together we are so much better together absolutely uh so genevapush.com slash opportunities can you have a think about where you would you need to plan a church and go on and put it on there because at the reach australia conference i want to put that website before the 250 churches who are going to be there to say these are the places where we need to plant next. These are the next 250 churches we need to plant. You're not going anywhere, though. You are still around Geneva, obviously. You're still working with us as well as Reach Australia. Um, well, we got, we've got a great team uh, and uh, we've got more planning to do. And, so, and I love planning. Planning's, yeah, planning's heaps of fun. Okay. In the midst of all that hardness, it's heaps of fun. It's so, it's so good starting new things. We started, we started a youth group on uh, through two weeks ago. So... Uh, I, haven't done, I haven't done youth group since I was uh, 23, right? And we've already seen, how's this, 100% growth in two weeks. Just check your maths because it's been a bit off today. No, no, how, we, how went from, many is... we went from 9 to 18. We went from 9 to 18. And, uh, and it's so exciting. Uh, the, my, my three girls, so I've got four girls, my three girls, they're bringing their friends along. Uh, you, you, you do Halloween. We do Halloween in our, in our local community. We've got a lot of expats in Surrey Hills. And a lot of lot of pagans, and um, <laughs> and there are so many kids that come out, but they're not in our church, and um, and and we started the jungle, and like I'm ex- like we're doing a quick debrief, and then I'm getting home because I want to be at the jungle this week, like I'm getting pizza for kids again. I haven't done that in years, and uh, and I'm going to be doing games. Bruce Linton hasn't let me do games yet, but I'm going to be doing you know gospel games in 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 like two weeks. Excellent. This interview took a very interesting turn. I'm. <laughs> This wasn't a question on the page here. This is good. So I'm happy to be a kids' youth worker. I, I would love to do that. I've trained too. I've been to Bible college. So, yep. If anyone needs a kids' worker. Because Scott's not doing very much at the moment. In a warm so, sure. climate as well. Happy to, go to, happy to go to the Sunshine Coast. Great. That's excellent. Uh, now, look, I know a lot of people in this room have been, uh, have been impacted by uh, Scott and have been supported by him and encouraged by him. Uh, he's a... I, and I, I've been encouraged by lots of you guys too, so it's, not a, it's about us as a network today. Absolutely. But, um, but just listen... You, just... Guys are super, you guys are super encouraging too. It's okay. Absolutely. We know that. Yeah, yeah, they know that. Uh, but, but part of this is to say uh, Scott isn't going anywhere. Uh, Reach Australia uh, and Geneva Push uh, are going to work hand in hand to work out how we together... Uh, can reach Australia for the gospel. That's the, the goal for this.
Well, that was live from Reach Australia National Conference. Thanks, Scott. Brilliant job on that one. I'm not ready to say. Just give it context. Well, that was live at the Reach Australia National Conference. Thanks for joining us. And we're looking forward to bringing you other episodes of The One Thing. And we're looking forward to bringing you other special one-offs. Okay. And we're looking forward to bringing you other special one-offs of The One Thing in the future. I'm Scott Sanders. And I'm Derek Hanna. Chat soon. Perfect. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) Great. Knowledge.